Welcome to the Campbell Conversations. I'm Grant Reher. My guest today is Onondaga County Executive Ryan McMahon. The Republican has held the office since 2018, and he's appeared on this program several times before. County Executive McMahon, welcome back and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, Grant. Thanks for having me. Well, we always appreciate you making the time. So uh, one of the things that really may be probably the main thing I wanted to talk to you about today uh, was about the uh, the Micron deal, because it, it's it's such a, uh, a big development for this area, this entire region, really. And I wanted to hear more about um, this deal. This is the this is the announcement of a deal by Micron for a mega chip, a mega complex chip manufacturing plant that will be located in clay. And I wanted to talk with you about what was necessary to make that happen, get you looking back at the past of this, but also into the future too. So, um, so let's start by going back in time a bit. Can you tell us when when this first became a possibility? I mean, how did you hear about it, and and how was the company's interest first generated in Syracuse? Yeah, I think really um, to, to give that perspective, it really, uh, the first opportunities weren't with Micron. Um, and so I think that that's really important to revisit what hmm. uh, the history of the site is. Remember, this was a site that Onondaga County purchased in 1999, about 300 acres um, under the Pirro administration with Don Western as the economic development director. And they purchased it um, because of the unique electric and gas infrastructure across the street um, that National Grid owns. Um, the ability, uh, it, we, we have a, a mature wastewater system um, where you have capacity, but also um, management expertise, which in today's environment for workforce uh, is really challenging to try to recreate that in a quick period of time. And then obviously something our region has touted that we have for a long time and now people are taking very seriously is water. So think about 1999, from 1999 till present day, the site, um, nothing was put on the site. And at times there was close calls. Um, I became county executive in 2018. We could have put multiple companies on the site, but National Grid in their wisdom always pushed back and said, please don't. Um, you have something very special here um, with this gas and electric infrastructure that really other places in North America don't have. So you can get a high-tech manufacturer but in order to do that, we had to do a couple things. One, we had to be patient. And two, we had to invest a lot of money um, at the same time as editorials were being written about our decision-making process, um, telling us we were not very wise to continue to invest in a sprawling um, business park that has no future. And those editorials exist. I have them in my office. Um, and so the uh, it, we, we, we kind of took um, this process, and, and I was the chairman of the legislature from 2012 to 2018. So I had a role with White Pine Investments, but we never went all in on this investment. And the state never was there to support us like the state was in Marcy, um, up the road in Utica, or at the stamp site in Genesee County, um, or certainly down in the Capital District with the Nano Center and with Global Foundries. So we had this site that everybody was telling us we could do for high-tech manufacturing. We didn't really have any state support. And we started our own kind of lead generation at this time. Um, and, and then we had a, a prospect come through, um, the Taiwan Semiconductor Company in 2019. And we actually uh, graded quite well with TSMC. Um, we, the, the challenge was not that we couldn't produce the power, 
or uh, even the workforce, uh, but it was the site wasn't big enough. So um, after that, I was very much uh, interested in, all right, to, to get bigger, that means we're going to um, be, be heavily criticized even more by some of our critics today, because it's going to require us spending a lot of money. Who else is out there? Um, and, and I'll tell this funny story in, um, is um, I started going through the companies um, that were still out there that could potentially do this type of manufacturing. And I remember my father telling me uh, that uh, he had a, uh, a, a cousin who was, did very well in Silicon Valley. And so I called my father and I said, dad, who, who's your cousin? Um, also my cousin, obviously, um, but who's your cousin that did well in the Silicon Valley? And he told me his name is Bob Swan. So I quick, quickly Googled my cousin, Bob Swan. And Bob Swan is actually, was actually the CEO of Intel Corporation at the time. And so I said, Dad, you thought that this information, that my favorite cousin, Bob Swan, was the CEO of Intel, this wasn't something you wanted to be forthcoming with. And he was laughing. And he said, you know what, Ryan, I'll give you a little other information. But your other cousin, who is Bob's brother, actually works for you in Onondaga County. And so certainly I uh, uh, called uh, my employee, but my cousin uh, uh, as well. And, and he said, look, uh, please don't be mad at me. If Bob Swan calls you, um, is all forgiven? I said, absolutely. Sure enough, Bob Swan, the CEO of Intel, called me about 20 minutes later. We talked about the TSMC deal. Um, TSMC actually decided to go to Arizona, where Intel has a huge presence. So Bob was not very pleased with that, because that will create workforce challenges for Intel. Uh, and um, But he said, look at Ryan, uh, you know, we may be doing more manufacturing in the United States. And if the site you have is what you say it is, um, certainly we want to take a look at it. I'm going to put you in touch with this one person. Um, but he did tell me, he goes, look, I'm never going to talk to you about this again, because if we want to go to New York, I got to go to a board of directors and there can't be any conflicts or perceived conflicts because of uh, th this uh, family lineage. So uh, he put me in touch with the uh, executive and we actually were working with Intel um, from 2020 um, going into uh, 2021 uh, before Micron. And so we were working with TSMC, um, Intel, we were working with Intel so closely that we were specifying the site with land acquisition. So as we would purchase more land and more editorials would be written about me saying this was bad. Um, we were working with Intel the whole time. And so um, eventually uh, the CHIPS Act momentum in Washington DC then comes into play. And um, th th so all this was happening before CHIPS Act, right? Our lead generation is going on before the CHIPS Act. And then many different companies are coming in and we start working very closely with Senator Schumer's office on potential leads and uh, basically uh, Micron was looking in New York. Micron could not find a site in New York and they didn't understand our site, what we were doing. And so uh, the Senator's office put us in touch with Micron directly. Um, and we started working with Micron, their site selection team and Intel. And Micron was actually very worried that we would leave them at the altar for Intel. Um, and so while this is going on, we started working with more companies because what happened was we spent a lot of time with site selectors previously to this process. 
and we had these relationships and all of a sudden you have all these manufacturing companies coming online and we had the newest mega site. Um, we, we spent a lot of money to get the site sewer ready uh, and also to acquire uh, an additional essentially thousand acres. So now our site went from 300 acres to uh, almost 1400 acres. And so having the newest mega site in the United States, we got a lot of interest. And then what they found is that we had the best gas and electric, the best wastewater and the best water. And now we had the best site because we had the acreage to do it. So really that's the history. So we start working with Micron and Intel. Intel then we have a changing governor. There's a change of leadership at Intel. Um, I think the change in uh, governor um, hurt us uh, initially. Um, and then the uh, change in leadership at Intel, I think slowed down some of our momentum um, with Intel. Um, we got put in a hard number two position um, and they decided to go to Ohio and things didn't work out in Ohio with some things and certainly we were their backup. Um, but we, at that point, we we're already talking pretty seriously to two other companies, Micron obviously being one. And at that time, Micron became the unicorn project. Um, Micron started out being about $20 billion, $40 billion project. Intel was about the same, but Micron became one of the $100 billion project in that time period. And we had uh, a shared set of values. So that's kind of how we got the site ready and who we were talking to. The selection process though, there's really three things. Um, and you know, the first one was having the site, the most important one. If you don't have the site that can produce the gas, electric, power and water, they don't even go to phase two. Um, and so without us putting together the site and taking the action that we did, um, and, and with the support of the county, some county legislators, not all the county legislators, um, we New York doesn't get a look, right? Because um, New York, no other site in the state could do this. Um, and so that was the first thing. The second thing was, Grant, is the community. And when I say the community, we mean lots of things. Um, workforce is the key component. Um, the higher education uh, partners that we had here. Um, when we hosted Micron and we hosted uh, Sanjay, the CEO, um, a cold January day in 2022, we had a, a, a high level meeting at Syracuse University. Um, first, we brought him into the dome. It was basketball season and we, we put a big video on the board and that was a little star power. I knew that the other locations did not have that type of uh, entertainment infrastructure. Um, so we showcased that because entertainment infrastructure matters a lot in this process. Um, and then we went and we brought in obviously the chancellor and his team um, really highlighting uh, the natural, uh, National uh, Veterans Resource Center that we have because um, veteran labor is key. Um, and then we had RPI, we had RIT, we had U of R, we had the SUNY system, we had Lemoyne, we had Clarkson. Um, we had, uh, I'm gonna forget somebody. Um, basically every private institution uh, in every uh, public institution of higher ed we had there and having the dialogue with what can we do for Micron? Um, what do you need? Because we will do it to help you produce the talent you need. Um, they met with our K through 12 partners, um, OCC. Um, and so from a talent standpoint, we, we put out our best uh, foot forward. We met with other manufacturers that, that do very well here, Lockheed Martin, Saab Census, Corning, um, JMA Wireless, uh, Cryomac. We had uh, a town hall meeting style uh, with the, the leadership of Micron and them. 
and then they wanted to see the community, right? If you're going to invest $100 billion, you're going to think about the other phase, not just can you produce workforce, but how am I going to retain and recruit workforce? And so we, we went around and we went into neighborhoods, um, neighborhoods by the site, um, downtown. Um, we uh, went through uh, the renaissance that we're seeing downtown. Um, we went through uh, the zoo. Uh, we went through uh, explaining the year-round am amenities. Um, I, I know a lot of people gave questions, some of our uh, decision-making with uh, a state-of-the-art aquarium, but Sanjay literally called out and he said, remember, this is like January, maybe January 3rd, 2022. Um, it was a beautiful day, no clouds in the sky, the sun was out, but it was three degrees. Um, and a guy from California, that's not an appealing, um, you know, sales pitch for the weather. Uh, so I said, look at you, we have skiing, we have uh, snowmobiling, we have all these natural resources. Um, and he said, well, what if I don't do that? What do you do? Well, we got shopping, we got Syracuse basketball. Um, he'll get Syracuse basketball at some point, but he didn't then. Um, and, and so I said, well, here's a plan for another year on amenity. And we showed him the inner Harbor, uh, showed him our vision and we showed him the aquarium and he thought that was a good idea. So I was pretty hard and, and resolved that um, at the same time, these things were happening, we would get that done. Um, but, but the community they fell in love with. Uh, and then the third thing is incentives. It's, it's money. Um, you gotta be able to compete at the local level compared to your partners. The state's gotta compete. And then the federal government needs to compete with other parts of the world. Yeah, we'll get into some of those things in a minute. It's a fascinating story, including National Grid saying, wait for something special. And then my cousin, Bob, instead of my cousin, Vinny. So it's, <laughs> it's very, but we got to take a break. You're listening to the Campbell Conversations on WRVO Public Media. I'm Grant Reher, and my guest is Onondaga County Executive Ryan McMahon. And we've been discussing the future investment by Micron and a mega complex for chip manufacturing in clay. So, um, that was a, just a fascinating story you told in the first half of the program and really the sort of the layers of, of history that, that were involved here in this. Uh, let me ask a couple of questions that come out of what you were saying. And one is uh, about, about the public's awareness of this as a possibility as it, as it was coming together. I know I heard a few things from some elected officials when this was a possibility before anything was announced, but I had at least my own sense that it was being kept relatively quiet in terms of press and the public. Was that was that a deliberate decision uh, on the part of the folks that are working on were working on this? Oh yeah, it was a very competitive process, and you had non-disclosure agreements with. Uh, every company we talked to still, there's still a company that I believe is going to make an announcement right now that we worked with that would have, I believe, chosen us as our backup. And they'll probably go to this one of the sites that we beat out. Um, and, and I won't use that name until they make their decision. Um, and so it, it, it was confidentiality was very key. We actually had ironically, at the end of this process, um, when we were, what was other also unique about this deal grant is that we negotiated all the details before we had an announcement. So often you announce something, then you go and negotiate a lot of the details and then the deal falls apart. Um, we took the opposite approach. Um, and uh, basically we were very worried about confidentiality. We were we were going in from Onondaga County to Albany back and forth. Um, and at times we, we would, if 
one media outlet thought they had something, we would go to the other community. Um, but there was one famous article that the Times Union ran with, and it said in a blow to central New York, Micron chooses Texas. Um, and what was really funny about that is that we were literally meeting with Micron's uh, C-suite in Syracuse um, when that, that outlet thought they had something. Hmm. So um, confidentiality was key in this process. Was there any concern on, on your part or, or other elected officials' part about having some sort of version of, um, if, it, if it were to be more public, an Amazon reaction from some activists and some other officials, kind of similar to what happened downstate? Were you worried about that? So we weren't worried about so much um, the, and when we say confidentiality, other elected officials didn't know. There was three elected officials in the know, essentially four, me, the governor, uh, Senator Schumer, and then John Katko, Congressman Katko. Um, other, other elected officials were voting on things and they didn't know who the companies were. Um, and so the, um, we were worried about, it, I, it was very clear that this was, the, White Pine was a centerpiece of our post-pandemic recovery strategy. And we were buying up land and we are buying homes, right? We're buying 40 yeah. homes from neighbors. So it was very clear our intentions. And then it was very clear in the marketplace who was looking. But it, this was different from Amazon because uh, uh, the, I think of the manufacturing component, the repatriation. This is a national security issue, um, supply chain issue, uh, inflation, um, it, just different times and different yeah. things. But we were, we, we did have to factor in that we know, um, you know, with, with any big project, you're going to find some level of opposition. Um, and, and certainly the incentives, right? We knew that this was going to be the largest investment in the history of the United States. Um, that's going to merit the largest incentive package in the history of the United States. Um, and so you will get some criticism um, related to that. Um, but really, the, the, the non disclosure was more important for the site selection process. Um, and to the company than for any other reason. Hmm. And I know that uh, uh, two of your priorities when you came in as county executive uh, were economic development and poverty. And so it's, it's really easy to see how Micron addresses the economic development piece. But what kind of effect do you see this investment in the future? having on poverty in, in Syracuse do, and, and in the county. Well, do you think it'll have any significant effects as you go down the economic ladder? It will, and, and, and now think about it this way. Um, before, you know, poverty is a, uh, a symptom of a lack of economic opportunity. Now we have the greatest economic opportunity any community's ever had. So in, in, in intentionally, what was special with this company um, more than other companies we talked to, is they wanted to understand not just what is great about our community, but what are our challenges and how can they help. And we negotiated a community benefit agreement where we have uh, minority and women-owned and veteran-owned business requirements on construction of a private project. This doesn't happen. Um, we have uh, operating spend when they're here and operating, where they're going to utilize minority women and veteran-owned businesses. Um, and it, we have intentional internships um, that, that are being uh, done uh, in underinvested communities and communities of color. Um, you see what, what is happening with their investment uh, in STEM and in STEAM and working with our local uh, school districts already um, with chip camps and to develop talent. 
They're going to be investing a lot of money in our STEAM school, our countywide STEAM school. Um, the, the company is going to be investing $300 million in us. And the state's going to put in and other partners another $200 million. So this, it was very intentional. Um, one of the things that we talked a lot about is in technology, um, the fact that technology traditionally hasn't been inclusive for minority communities. Um, and that's something that Micron um, and Sanjay and Manish and April, the whole C-suite team challenged us on. What are you doing uh, with diversity and inclusion as a community? And we, hmm. we, we told our story and we had a shared set of values. Um, and certainly I think that helps when, when you look at some of these other intangibles, when you're comparing us against outside Austin, Texas, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then certainly in between Milwaukee and Chicago, which was one of the other big major sites. Hmm. If you just joined us, you're listening to the Campbell Conversations on WRVO Public Media. And my guest is Onondaga County Executive Ryan McMahon. Uh, have you had any conversations uh, or concerns about this investment by Micron being so big that in the future it becomes the tail that wags the dog in the county, or maybe even it's the dog that wags the dog in the county? I mean, uh, you know, in the past, these concerns get expressed about Syracuse University or about the hospitals, or at an earlier point anyway, about destiny, but this thing is, this thing's bigger. And so yeah. do you, do you have any thought, do you have any worries about that? Micron's our anchor tenant. Um, and so uh, before Syracuse University, the hospitals, um, but overnight we became uh, the semiconductor hub in the world for memory technology. Um, and so what that's gonna mean is that's gonna mean that we're gonna have all the supply chain companies that feed that location coming here. And we're already talking to them and doing that. That means we're gonna to have to plan for a community to move around differently, in which we're doing a lot of. We're gonna to have to plan for a community that's going to be larger, probably 150 to 200,000 people over the next decade. Um, and so housing and uh, infrastructure uh, planning is important. And we were challenged on these very topics during the site selection process, by the way. It's not like we're just starting to work on this now. We put forward plans to Micron and to Deloitte, their site selector, on how we can do this. Um, workforce, obviously workforce, um, your higher ads are key, but OCC for technicians, right? Not just technicians at Micron, but technicians for all manufacturers um, and in this semiconductor space, but also our other manufacturers that are still here. Um, planning for a community on public safety, how, how many more public safety, EMS, fire protection, um, certainly planning for your, your, your meds, right? Um, right now our meds are under strain, right? We're, we're gonna, what's our workforce development strategy to get us up to par again where we were, but now for a bigger community. These are all things that now we're working on every day um, as, as part of uh, the job to be ready for 2026 when Micron's making chips. Um, but the hiring will really start in 2024 and 25 by all these companies. Um, and, and, you know, the, the housing uh, that is already starting to come online now with, with real plans and real investment from outside uh, the community like we've never seen before. But you're right, Grant. Um, Micron's not just the anchor tenant in Onondaga County. They're the anchor tenant in New York State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's going to be something I think I think we'll have to be thinking about. There, we, had, we had a couple of minutes left. I want to try to squeeze in um, uh, two questions, if I can, at least. Uh, and it's sort of in the same vein as, as my last one, but Micron recently recently announced that it was laying off some employees at its current locations. I was wondering if that gives you any pause or any concerns about 
this plan either A, panning out, or B, you know, it pans out, but then there's some big uh, scale back that really crushes the community. I mean, and thinking sort of like Rochester and Kodak, you know, that yeah. dependency. Yeah, no, let, let me tell you why the answer is no. Um, okay. First, we, we talked about this in the, finalizing the deal. We knew that 2023 was going to be a year that they were going to slow down on their investment and may have, to, there, there's a correction in the semiconductor industry. Um, so that's what drove the construction schedule. Um, so we already knew this going into the construction schedule that we have today. Um, th think of, and, and secondly, as they explained very well, and now I don't know how to explain, the challenge isn't there isn't enough customers. What happened in 2020 and 21 was um, just like many of us during the, facing supply chain issues during COVID, for the county, it was getting uh, PPE and, and, and masks and gowns. Um, their customers bought too many chips. So they had banner economic years in 20 and 21, but not all those chips got through the marketplace yet. Um, so 23, those, that inventory has got to get through the marketplace and they think they're going to see an upswing in 24. Um, but also th this is a national security issue. And for, for Micron, they have to manufacture in the United States. They can't, most of their manufacturing is done in Singapore, uh, Korea, and China. Um, and, and that's not a long-term winning strategy when you have the issues going on with China and Taiwan. So they're going to be here. They've already put forward a $48 billion phase one application to the county IDA. Our technical teams are working on the, getting the site ready every day. They're already spending money in the community today and spending lots of money on site preparation. Great. Okay. And I wanted to give you about a minute. If we got about a minute left. I, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about that aquarium that you mentioned yeah. earlier. Uh, so it sounds like uh, it got a boost from Micron, but tell us in about a minute what's happening with the aquarium and, uh, and, and, and whether it's now back on the front burner. Where, what's, the, what's the status of that? Yeah, yeah. So right now we are uh, about to pick a design firm to design the aquarium. Um, the the timeline is going to look at probably construction starting at the end of 2023, and hopefully a, a building that will be open by the end of 24. Um, but we're excited about it, um, and it, we said it was going to be a catalyst for uh, development at the Inner Harbor. Um, it, it, it's nice to have Micron uh, hit around the same time. So, but uh, that Inner Harbor is going to be cooking soon um, with more and more investment and uh, really taking advantage of that tributary in Onondaga Lake. So uh, we're really excited about uh, the aquarium. We're really excited about Micron. We're excited about broadband. We're excited about a lot of things going on in the community. Uh, 2022 was a banner year for us. That's great. Well, congratulations on all those successes. Let's hope that uh, the next year is, is at least half as successful as that was. So that was Ryan McMahon, again, County Executive McMahon. Thanks as always for making the time to talk with me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Grant. You've been listening to the Campbell Conversations on WRVO Public Media, conversations in the public interest. Campbell Conversations, Conversations in the Public Interest is hosted and produced by Grant Reher, engineered by Tom Fazio. Assistant producer is Jacqueline Witwicky, and the program is edited by Mark Lefonier. The Campbell Conversations is a joint production of the Campbell Public Affairs Institute at Syracuse University and WRBO Public Media. To learn more about the program and hear previous interviews, visit wrbo.org slash Campbell Conversations.